Have you ever started something new and you just get so obsessed with it? It's like an obsession that you can't stop. You want to learn all the things. You want to YouTube all the things. You want to Google all the things. And you find yourself at this point where you're so excited, so passionate, so ready to go all in. But, I mean, life gets in the way. You don't have enough hours in the day. And so your responsibilities, you start putting off to the side because of this new hobby or obsession or business that you're running And then you realize, like, you hit that wall and you're like, crap, I can't do this 24-7. Like, I've got to figure out how to maintain the balance. Girl, let me tell you, there is no balance. But I do have some tips and tricks to help you create boundaries and really set yourself up for success as you begin this new journey so that this new obsession, this new passion that you have, you can take it in a healthy way to grow and to explore and to really take it to the next level without leaving everything else behind. Hey guys, and welcome back to Hustle to Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Deidre Weaver. I'm so grateful that you're taking time out of your day to just sit here with me to share my heart, my words, and hopefully fill your cup. Your love, your support means more to me than you will ever, ever know. So please, enjoy, buckle up, and let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome back to Hustle to Happiness podcast. I am your host, Deidre Weaver, and I'm so grateful that you are here taking time out of your day to sit and chat with me. Today, I want to talk about new obsessions. Do you ever find yourself exploring a new avenue or a new thing, a new hobby, maybe a new business, and you become entirely obsessed? Like you just fall in love. You're so passionate. You're so pumped up. You're ready to go, and you just want to dive headfirst straight in. You want to watch all the YouTube videos, and you want to like dive into different pages and just connect with other people who are like that. If that's you, this episode hopefully will really give you the power and the inspiration to take that new obsession to the next level to really dive into it, but also to integrate it smoothly into your life. Because I'm just going to be honest, let me share a story real quick. When I started my business, I'm a health and fitness coach, and when I started my business, it was like... I was all or nothing. I'm an all or nothing kind of person. And at first I was nothing because I was just showing up for my own health, my own health and fitness, my own just happiness. I just needed to find something for me. But when I learned there was like a business opportunity here, an opportunity to make some money, an opportunity to change my family's life, to create freedom, I was all in. I was ready to dive headfirst, do whatever it takes to make it possible, right? But with that... I am a hard worker. I am totally passionate and I dove head first all the way into the bottom of the ocean like and I held myself down there so that it was the only thing that I was consuming. It was the only thing I'm doing. It was the only focus that I had, which is great and it helped get me to where I am today. But if I had the opportunity to go back to when I started, these are the things that I would share with that that new coach with that new mama who just wanted that freedom so bad so that I was able to integrate it into my life and really find a good 
I don't want to say balance because balance, that's not a word, but this good routine, a good healthy relationship so that it, it could go along with my family life, along with being a mom, along with all the other responsibilities that I had. And so that's what I want to share with you because when I started, I paid no attention to anything else. Like I was here for it. I was here for the long haul, ready to go all in. But at the same time, it definitely hurt, hurt me a little bit or hurt my family a little bit. And I think it can also be the cause of burnout for a lot of people. People will jump head first when they don't see success like that. They're like, oh no, this isn't for me. But I think it's so, so important, especially if you're starting your own business, to realize that you're not going to have success right out the gate. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and make $400. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and have... 5,000 likes like that's just not a thing and so if you could really lean into this new obsession with the right headspace and the right tools then you're going to be able to take it to the next level quicker and it's going to last longer and so that's what I want to talk about today first things first the most important thing that you have to understand is that you have to let go of the fear and judgment from other people. I know for me, I was afraid of being that shake girl. Like, I didn't want to be known as a girl selling shakes on Facebook because, I mean, that's just, I have a college degree. How dare I, like, go and do something like this, right? At least that's what I thought other people would say. I was afraid of those people who are like, oh my gosh, this is what your life has come down. Like, this is what it comes down to. But the thing is, in order to get to that next level, I had to, like, strip away anybody else's eyeballs. Like, I could not fear what they would see when they looked at me, what they would feel when they knew what I was doing because this isn't their life. If I'm living my life on other people's terms on what they thought was acceptable or not acceptable, where would that get me five years from now? It would get me in a place that didn't make me happy. You see, coaching makes me happy. Coaching fills my cup. Coaching makes me feel like I have purpose and I have value. It makes me happy. It just, it gives me the opportunity to give back. It gives me the opportunity to stand up and fight for that one person who feels so alone. And if I let the fear or judgment of other people stop me from stepping into who I'm supposed to be in that element well, then that person will never be saved. That person will never have the tools. You will never have my heart, my knowledge, my story that I've gone through to help you take that next step. And so you really have to ask yourself, one, what are you afraid of? What is that fear or judgment story that you're facing? For a lot of people and a lot of coaches that I see, that story is one, they're not good enough. So like the imposter syndrome, but two, they don't want to come off as salesy. And I totally get that because that was me too. I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to be that girl who sold shakes on Facebook. But there's a difference in selling and sharing your story. And that's a whole nother podcast. But if you can come into it knowing your intentions and knowing like I'm not here to sell anything. I'm here to share my day-to-day life. Share things that I love in the most vulnerable way, most open way possible by just sharing my story. You don't have to worry about the fear and judgment of other people because you're not selling them anything. You're sharing who you are. You're sharing your experiences and that's it. But you also have to ask yourself like, why are you here? Is it to create freedom for your family? Is it to help pay your bills? Is it to make $100 a week? I mean, if that's it, you have to ask yourself, who's paying your bills? 
Are you paying your bills? Or is it the person on the other end who's going to be judging you? Are they paying your bills? Because that for me was one of the most powerful things. When I looked at it from the eyes of, okay, well, I'm afraid of this person saying that I just want their money so I can't show up to saying like, oh, no, I want to be a happy mom. I want to feel good. I want to help one person. I want to be able to create freedom for my family. Like that's on me. Their judgment should not hold me back from putting food on my kid's table, from being able to pay for groceries or gas. It shouldn't hold me back from being happy. And if you're sitting in that fear and that judgment and you're literally letting other people control your actions or inactions because of what they might think, girl, let this be your gut check. Who is paying your bills? Who is creating your happiness? Are they? Because I'm going to guess that's a hard no. They have nothing to do in your life with your life. All they're doing is judging. They're sitting in those cheap seats seeing how you're playing ball. Girl, you're on that field. Take freaking control. Hit it out of the freaking park. And that kind of takes me into the second thing. When you have this new business or this new obsession, this thing that you absolutely love, ask yourself why it matters to you. What and how can it bless your life? Like what, what good is it bringing to your life and how can it bless you and your family? Why do you want this? Why is it worth fighting for? Because when you can get real, real with the root reason of why you're here and why it matters to you, well, then that's when you'll be able to take it to that next level. And I think so many people don't dig deep enough into the why. For example, when I started this, I just wanted to lose 20 pounds. And like, I could say like, oh, lose 20 pounds, that's my why. But it wasn't the losing 20 pounds that actually mattered to me. If I dig deep, deeper than that, ask myself, okay, why did you want to lose 20 pounds? Well, because I felt ugly. I didn't love my body. I rejected myself. I said mean things to myself. I wasn't a good mom. I was always tired and sluggish and anxious. I, I just didn't love the way that I felt. I was so emotional. I was fighting in this dark cloud every single day that I couldn't get out of. And I knew okay, this 20 pounds, it's just one little baby step, but it was a baby step in the right direction for more energy, to feel more confident, to be happier. And so there's a big difference in a why of losing 20 pounds to a why of being happy and not being depressed and not yelling at my kids. I hope you can see the difference in that because let's say you are asking yourself, okay, why am I doing this? You get your answer, you need to ask again, why? Why does that matter? And then ask yourself again, and why does that matter? When you can get down so that it's so emotional and it's in your heart and you literally face the day, and let's say it's, for example, workouts, you're like, I don't want to work out today. But I can say, if you don't work out, your kids will live this miserable life because they have a miserable mom okay, well, my ass is getting up and I'm moving because that why matters. My kids' happiness and their life matters enough to me that I'm going to get up and do something that I don't like. So that's really deep in like a whole nother level. Like I feel every single one of these are a whole nother level. But overall, if you can let go of the fear of judgment and understand what you're fighting for, you're going to have the confidence and you're going to have the want to to show up through the heart. The third thing when it comes to starting that new business, that new obsession, that new hobby, you have to remember you're new at this. 
You're not a professional. You don't know all the ins and outs. You're not going to be perfect from day one. But if you can show up with consistency and commitment to that thing, that's how you become successful. Let's say it's a new business. For me, it was coaching. The key to my success wasn't that I was a top coach from day one. The key to my success was that I showed up at the level I needed to be at to create consistency and commitment to those daily activities that were going to move me forward. You see, me and top coaches, like there's no difference from a brand new baby coach to an all-time top coach who's been there for four years. There's no difference other than she's been doing it longer. We still have the same tasks. We still do the same things daily. Sure, hers may look a little bit different than where I am at the very beginning, but those little things that move your business forward are the things that matter. Do the unsexy things, stay consistent, and keep your promise to yourself. If you're going all in, girl, go all in. Show up for it. And especially, especially show up through the hard days. It won't look perfect. I mean, that's for real. It's not going to look perfect, but you can show your audience. You could show everybody around you that you are committed to this thing because it matters. That kind of goes back to the why be committed to that. Why? And those kind of just cover like your end of it. And I think obviously if you're passionate about it anyways, you are going to have a lot of that there and it's going to push you to that next level and it's going to keep you going. But like me, I was so obsessed, it was kind of negatively impacting my family and my life because I was like, oh, forget everything else. Who cares about the dishes? Who cares about a house, clean house? Who cares about, you know, playing with the kids or really having warm food on the table? I am so obsessed with this. I cannot stop working, right? That's when it starts to go the unhealthy route. So how can you really create boundaries in this new passion that you have with the life that you have and your other responsibilities? I think it's sitting down and asking yourself, what is it going to take? What do you need to do to create success or make that possible for you? And how can you integrate it into your life? And a lot of people get stuck at this place because again, you feel like you have to be all or nothing. You feel like you have to give it 100. You feel like you have to be doing this as if it's a new job, which if it's a business, I mean, you should treat it as a new job, but you're not going to be working 24 hours a day. Like You don't do that in a regular job. So when you can set boundaries and figure out the most important things and make priorities in your life, you can really take it to that next level. So for me, what are my priorities and responsibilities? My kids. Uh, Priorities are spending time with my family and my husband. Obviously working my business, showing up for my challengers and my coaches. Those are priorities to me. So if I look at my day, you look at your 24 hours. How do you spend your 24 hours? And I recently just had to do like a re-gut check of this where I drew out a clock and I said, okay, during these hours, this is what I do. During these hours, this is what I do. And I created a pie chart and I colored it in because I'm a visual learner. I want to see the big picture. And I looked at where my day was going and I realized a lot of it was just going to random fluff. Like, okay, this is my morning routine, but what am I actually doing in the morning routine? And I realized a lot of it was spent scrolling. So if I can get real fine about, okay, this is the time that I have to do this and create that intentionality and focus, I'm going to have more success. Since children are one of my biggest priorities, I'm a stay-at-home mom, they take up a lot of my day and I have to plan my entire day around them, which is not a bad thing, but it is very important. For me, 
that meant and still means getting up early so that I can get my workout done, so I can do my to-do list, get my gratitude and my me morning accomplished before they wake up, giving me that time for myself so that I know I'm filling my cup and I know I can be very intentional there. And then when it's time to be mom, I can be mom and I can be on my A game. And it's really like instead of the multitasking, I'm focused. I'm in that mindset. I'm in on that field right thin in there versus trying to do my workout while chasing kids, while doing my morning routine with all the alarms going off and having to cook breakfast. I mean, does that not make you feel super anxious? So when you can set boundaries and create time blocks or stuff like that, that's going to be a game changer. For me, when I first started, because obviously I've been a coach for five years, for me, that meant as I was nursing babies, rocking them to sleep during nap time, I had a nap time hustle. That's how I built my entire business was the nap time hustle because I knew for two hours every single day while my kids napped, I could do everything that I needed to become a successful coach. I could message friends. I could connect with new people. I can send out invites. I could go into my accountability group and I can show those girls love and just cheer them on. And I was able to get all that done in the two hours that I had during nap time. So I would wake up in the morning, take care of myself, fill my cup first. Two hour nap time, I would work, 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 work and hustle, 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 hustle. And then the rest of the day was given to my family. It was given to the house. It was given to my husband. And I think if you can set boundaries, figure out what works for you, it's going to be the biggest benefit to getting you to that next level. And I think it's important to know that what works today may not work in two or three years. Because recently, me and my husband had to have a sit down talk and figure out what was working because my responsibilities now are way different than what they look like when I started. So that took, it takes up a lot more time. I'm a full-time coach. And so I had to tell him like, I want time with him. So we had to make and have to make date nights every single week a priority. So we block out that time every single week. I want to be able to go to bed with him every single night. I want to be able to work my business. I need to give to my coaches. But what does that look like in a calendar? As if I was clocking in and clocking out for work. And that means that two nights out of the week, I can't go to bed with him. It means I have to give to my team and I have to do that different behind the scenes work that I have to do. It means that the other evenings I have to unplug from my business and I have to step away from social media so that I can give my family me. So they have me on my A game. And I think that's super, super important and goes into number five. Don't forget your family. Yes, this new business and this new obsession is important and it matters and you have to jump all in but that doesn't mean you have to forget about everyone around you you are wanting to pursue this and you're wanting to go for it because you want that freedom for your family because you want to paint this picture don't forget about those priorities if spending time with your family is a priority again block that time off so that they have you set them on your calendar first make sure that you are giving to them because That's the whole reason you're fighting. That's the whole reason you want to keep going and take it to the next level. So I think that's super, super key because that was one big thing that I forgot in the beginning. And I was hustle, 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 hustle. And I think hustle is very important. And I think hard work is the thing that separates you from other people. 
But don't hustle so hard that you lose everything around you. Don't hustle so hard that it creates strife. And if you do want to hustle hard, girl, I am on your team. But set those boundaries and make sure that you have hustle time and that you have responsibility time. And make sure that those times line up with your goals. If you want to be a top coach, that's going to take sacrifice. That's going to take a sit-down conversation with your spouse. That's going to take sitting down with your kids and letting them know like, hey, mommy has this huge, gigantic goal, but it's not possible at the rate that I'm going now. So what does that look like for them? And then when you reach that goal, what do they get out of it? How is it going to benefit them? And I think really communicating that and really having those conversations so that everybody's on the same page is so powerful. A lot of the times as human beings, that's where we fail is the communication. We aren't willing to communicate our heart or our feelings, maybe because we don't know how to, but a lot of the times because we're afraid of the judgment. Whereas we can sit down and be vulnerable with the people that we love and explain to them why it matters it's going to be a much different experience for you. Ask me how I know. I mean, I learned the hard way. But now I can sit down with my family and say, all right, this is the goal. This is what it's going to take. And this is the new boundaries or new calendar calendar or new routine that it's going to take for me to be consistent and committed to reaching that goal. So hopefully this episode was super, super helpful, especially for you, that new coach or that new boss babe, the person who's really wanting to take your passion, your happiness to the next level in creating freedom for your family. Girl, I am on your side. I'm saying go all in, you know, go after it, chase that dream because it's possible and you are the one that can make it happen. You are capable and you are enough and you have everything that you need to take you there. But when you do it, don't lose yourself in the hustle. Really be intentional with it. Really make sure that you're doing the bare minimum things that you need to move yourself forward, not the little fluff stuff that's wasting everybody's time. So as always, if this spoke to you, please take a screenshot and share this in your stories. And if you share, please please tag me because I would love to know what takeaways you had. I'd love to know how this impacted you. And I would love, love, love to just share on my stories and cheer you on. On that note, I have been asked, what are different ways that you can connect with me? So I will just say, girl, go check me out on Instagram. Like legit, let's be BFFs. Follow me, send me a message and let me know that you love this podcast and you want to connect on a whole nother level there because that's where I spend my days. I'm in my stories, I'm making posts and I want to be a part of your Insta family too. Aside from that, you can also check out my website, www.deidraweaver.com and I'll spell it because I know my name is unique. It's www.deidraweaver.com. There you can find everything that I'm doing. You can find my new boot camps. You can see my mentoring stuff where I mentor coaches to building their own business. You can see my blog where I share recipes and different adventures that I go on and just kind of like a little bit more of the written thoughts. Um, you'll also, you'll also be able to see all of my podcasts there so you can access them every single week all in one place and you can also hit the shop with me tab and see all my favorite Amazon finds so if you're wanting to connect in other places like 
Let's do it. Let's be BFFs. And until next time, I will chat with you later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Hustle to Happiness podcast. If this episode spoke to you, please pause right here and take a screenshot. Go share on your social media and be sure to tag me. Seeing how my voice, my words, and my heart has lifted you up and inspired you really means the most to me. And if you can do me a favor, write a review. Let other people know what you think of this podcast. As always, I'm your host, Deidre Weaver, and I'm so grateful that you took time out of your day to sit here with me. Now go hustle to your happiness.